Hit me with a. Alright, I think we got it. Welcome to the Clash Corner Podcast, a pop culture podcast where two cousins fight over sitcoms. Or anything else that we're interested in. You going to change that every time, or do you have like a, a set thing you're going to say? Well, after? you said uh, uh, superheroes last time, yeah, so I'm going to always say, or whatever else we're interested in, because it changes episo- episodically. Yeah, 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 episodically. Good word. Thank you. That's uh, the longest but, word. But that was on the word of the day calendar you got me. But you said it differently each time, you, so uh, now you're not consistent. So that means that you need to change it every time now. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll do that for the next one. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, I, I'm money. I'm Louise or DJ. Pick your poison. He always is going to say ridiculous things. What does the D and DJ stand for today? That's what we should do every episode. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Dinosaurs. You're using them all up. We're Dessert. Gonna, there's only a finite amount of words. Diners, that drive and dies. Guy, guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Pop Culture Podcast, where we argue over things we love. And today's episode is one that I think I already know the outcome of, but I am going to defend it until the day I die. Today, <laughs> we so are wrong. arguing The Office versus Parks and Recreation. I, I guess I'll just say that I am the idiot who chose Parks and Rec. I respect it, okay? Listen, I know that you have a. I know that that show has a special place in your heart. You're fucking wrong <laughs> on so many levels. Listen, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. Uh, there, I can't wait for you to defend this show. I am going to lose, but I'm ready to uh, to take the beating because I'm very passionate about Parks and Recreation. It is my favorite TV show of all time. I acknowledge that. And it's good. I'll give you that. It's good. I'll take the L. I guess I shouldn't, I shouldn't say. And again, we don't decide. The fans do. Right, the fans do. Right. Uh, but they know which one's better. Uh, you can follow Clash Corner Pod on Instagram, Everything. Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you can email us at clashcornerpod at gmail.com if you have any ideas for future episodes. We want to hear them. We want to do them. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Shall tale we, of the tape. Here's our first segment, the tale of the tape, where DJ discusses all sorts of cool facts about what we're arguing. And today, that is NBC's The Office versus NBC's Parks and Recreation. I always forget that. NBC's the parent company because I know they're on Peacock. Yeah, which is I don't which is I don't acknowledge that that's NBC. Yeah, it's yeah. NBC's Peacock. Okay, wait, wait, do you watch Peacock? I think it's the worst interface out of all of them, but I use it. You have Peacock. I don't have the so you can get the first five seasons of The Office for yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. And so you have Peacock is what I'm asking. I have it. Yeah. Okay. But I don't pay for it. Right. Okay. Which wait? You know if you have Xfinity at Peacock for free, right? I have Optimum, so I want to double check because we just got it for the apartment. Gotcha. You have cable. No, we don't pay for cable. Okay. We I, just, gonna... I just pay for the internet. Okay. I was going to say, what do you have cable for? It's 2021. I mean, Kat, my girlfriend, we agreed that uh, we don't need cable. Yeah. Why would you need cable? Yeah. yeah. Danny and I are the same way. Exactly. We're, we're like, we need internet, no cable. It's 2021. Exactly. So, tail the tape for this. Ep- not not that we're bashing cable companies, obviously, in case anybody wants to sponsor us from Xfinity or <laughs> Yeah, let me keep I, an I eye out for that <laughs> dying brand of cable companies when streaming services are street. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. When streaming services are a thing, I don't think we need cable. That was crazy. Get your crusty feet away from my laptop. I just worked a. Did I work ten and a half hours today? Ten hours today? Oh my god, you did. That's right. Sweaty feet right in DJ's face. By the way, I'm on my five day off streak. It's great. So, tail the tape for Parks and Rec versus The Office. The Office. You really want me to move my feet? No, it's not bad. Okay. The Office started in March 24th of 2005. In March 24th. Yes. 
And Parks and Rec started April 9th of 2009. Started in April 29th. That's all I got for Teletape this week. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. You're a maniac. I have, I. Put your, stop Googling things. I'm going to the, I'll, I'll, I'm getting the reviews up. I don't need your reviews. Fine. I'll talk about both of them. Uh, the Office was created by Greg Daniels. The ah. American version of The Office was created by Greg Daniels. Did you ever watch the British Based version? off of the British version, which I've never watched. It's only two one. seasons. I thought it was only one. It's two seasons. Okay. We had a Christmas episode to tie everything up because it got ah, canceled. Ah, that's right. Then they decided they wanted to make it over here in the U.S. Greg Daniels was the showrunner. He was the showrunner for the first two or three seasons, and then he left the office oh. to develop Parks and Rec with executive producer Mike Schur, who plays Moe's on The Office. Moe's, to me, is the biggest contrast of character to real-life person. Right, 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 yeah. But didn't know. I did not know that he worked on Parks and Rec, or I did, and I just didn't put the two together. <laughs> no problem. So, yes, so... You have Greg Daniels yep. working on Parks and Rec. He's the showrunner of Parks and Rec for the entirety of the show. Okay. Did uh, he come back to the office, or did they just let the cast members just That's go? what I'm saying. Okay. So Greg Daniels left in season two or three. Excuse me. I think it was either three or four, actually. He left somewhere towards the earlier you know, yep. portion to go do Parks and Rec. Okay. And then he and Mike Schur led Parks and Rec. Interesting. And then when they got to the final season of The Office, Greg Daniels returned to The Office oh. to to be an executive producer of the last season. And then he wrote, directed, and show ran the finale. He produced? Was, produced. Thank, Thank you. you. That's the word. He produced the finale of the show. Which, great finale for that show, by the way. You're a maniac. For the office, yeah, we'll get there. Oh my we'll, god, we will dude, get there. Don't even get me started. Okay, so okay, you want to go first? Or, oh, flip the coin. Oh yes, you flip bitch, the coin. Tails never fails. If I get tails, you're done. For those of you who who may not be well versed in our formula here, we have the tail of the tape, and then as we move into our clash, which we're doing now, we're gonna nope. flip a coin to see who gets to start the argument. And since I picked tails last week, I'm stuck with tails going forward. You already flipped it once, so that's a double down. That's bullshit. DJ tails to system. It's heads, by the way. You flipped twice though, so you have to flip one more time so it's even because it was tails the first time. It's tails. You can go first cuz you like this stupid show. That's not what the coin decides. Go ahead. All right. Let me start off by saying this. Parks and Rec only exists because of the office with the mockumentary format. Even if you take into account the office of the British side, yeah. it still only exists because of that mockumentary format. Okay, bread only exists because some guy made a roll in Portugal. What's your argument? That the show, that you cannot say, you uh, never mind, you know what, You whatever. I'm just saying outright. <laughs> you just backed out of that so only, quickly. No, no, I'm just saying it only exists because of the office. If the office didn't do well, first and foremost, which critically it did. Not at first. First season sucked. We can all agree on that, right? I'm an office historian. I'll like, talk about it all day. The first season, I agree, which is not received well. I actually had to skip the first season and then go back to it. Yeah, but upon yeah, yeah, you and everybody else. Rewatching the first season, I think it's funny as hell. Okay. They got away with a lot more, mm-hmm. which was dangerous at that time. Okay. But I think that, uh, yeah, Parks and Rec doesn't exist without the office. Okay. Would you like to rebuttal in any way? I, I have no rebuke to that. Okay. I'm just going to let you read your bullet points until you get red in the face. Every cast member of The Office is amazing. Everyone. I say so. 
Okay. Even the later editions, I think that they were great. Have you even watched Parks and Rec? Oh, name name I have five characters. Without Mark, looking at your laptop. Mark Brandanowitz. No, you just looked at your laptop. I hate Mark Brandanowitz. I did from the second. Name four other characters. Without looking at your laptop. I didn't. Leslie Nope. Uh, uh, Ron Swanson. April O'Neil. Wrong. That's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you maniac. What's April, April O'Neil? What's an April? A um, fake fan. He's arguing against something. I don't like even Parks know. and Rec. I'm oh sorry. I did. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, the only four funny people on that show are Ron, Leslie, April, and Andy. Besides okay. that, they all suck. I have no love for Rob Lowe in any way, shape, or form. You're crazy. I fucking don't like He's You are literally, the show. You are literally out of your mind. Listen here, store brand Rob Lowe. Relax. His outtakes are pure comedic gold. Not on the show. I do not find him funny in any stretch of the word. Mark Brandanowitz, fucking hate him. Again, only four people. Ron, Leslie, April. I'm oh, sorry, are you defending your show or oh, here are you we go. Ready? on my show? The Office. Creed Bratton yeah. is an icon. You can't just cherry pick characters. Michael Scott. Yeah? Great. Okay. Okay. Jim, I know you hate Jim. Okay. Fucking hilarious. Okay. Dwight Kurt Schrute right. is amazing. Kevin, Robert California. I can keep going. Toby is a better shit on character than Jerry. Okay. Whatever you say. Okay. Okay. Your characters suck. Okay. I'm sorry. My characters suck. Your core four are what hold the show. Core four. Nobody else really wows me on that show. Okay. Would you like to go? I'd love to go. Go ahead. Okay. One of my biggest issues with The Office is that you have this slope, right? So you start with season one, which you even agree is bad, right? It's, it's very not, different. It's not your favorite. It's very, very bland. Yeah. Season two, it's like someone flips a light switch and it gets a little brighter. They take away the gray filter over the whole episode and everything, right? You get to season three, that's where it takes off, in my opinion, with Gay Witch Hunt. That season premiere, and then from there on out, you have four solid seasons. Season you just three, brought up a point with that one episode. Season four, yep. season five, and season six all slope up and they just keep going and they plateau with like maybe season five, I think is my favorite. Five, six. Okay. Two solid seasons. You get Gabe, you get Joe Bennett. Yep. Right? All these great characters that come in. Then you get to Michael Scott's departure because Heartbreaking. Because NBC didn't want to renew his contract. Okay? Is that why that happened? What a fake fan. Can you believe this guy? I Yep, he was signed on for seven seasons, then they didn't want to renew his contract. Wow. So Rather than have faith in the ensemble, ah. they decide that they need Will Ferrell, which you're you're plateaued up here with the best. Yeah, you go down. What a roller coaster of a character that guy was. He was around Just for what? Palming cake. Two three episodes, yeah. maybe, and then they it was four gave episodes. Him brain damage. Then you get James J- James Spader, Jeremy Spader. James Spader is it James Spader as Robert California? Yeah, great, okay, great character. Love He's Robert funny. California. He's funny. He's great. But the show is not the same with. His absence with Michael Scott's absence. I disagree. I disagree. I think that they're able to balance it well because we already have the established report. Seven seasons in, you should be able to swap out a character, regardless if he's the main. I don't even know if he's considered the main character. Of course, he's the main character. Yeah. Um, you should be able to swap out a character and keep everything running smooth. And I think that they don't. Great job. They don't. I don't mean like. Hold up, we're getting, we're getting sidetracked from my point. Then we'll, then we'll revisit Michael Scott's leaving. Then you have a show like Parks and Rec, which I believe starts the same exact way. Season one and season two are a steep climb up. They get a little bit better with every episode. Then you get to the season three premiere of Flu Season. Okay. Which, it, or no, I'm sorry. 
It's the second. What epi- a fake fan, everybody! It's the second episode of season Dork. three, which is flu season. So you had to get a second episode in for it to take off. Well, the first episode is pretty good too. It's Freddy Spaghetti. It's a Freddy Spaghetti concert. Continue. Linguini, and then you get to the second episode, flu season. There was so much linguini. And then in the from Baldies. there, from there, you get four seasons of solid show, plateauing, getting better, whatever you want to call it. And, but the difference between Parks and Recreation and The Office is that we go all the way to the finale, quality content doesn't dip off. Wrong. And with, with Rashida Jones and Rob Lowe leaving at the end of season six, by the way. Rashida Jones was... Ann uh, Perkins. Yes, Ann Perkins. Leslie's yes. best friend. Yes. Rob Lowe playing Chris Treger. Here's the thing. When Michael Scott leaves as one of the main characters, right, you get a quality dip. Whether you, I don't know if you agree or disagree with me, but I know a lot Strongly of people out there disagree. do agree with me on that. A lot of people will agree with me on that. Okay. But then... But then you have Ann Perkins and Rob Lowe leaving, and the show is still able to sustain itself without bringing oh. in without bringing in Will Ferrell or James Spader or whoever other big star they want to have. Ray Romano for one episode, Nina Jim Peanut Butter and Jelly in the middle of the thing. Yeah, the Finger Lakes guy, whatever. So you got to think. Quick side note, one of my uh, students at the Karai School was like, I'm going to the Finger Lakes. I was like, you ever watch The Office? And they just looked at me. And I was like, you know where I'm going with this. They're like, don't say Jim Carrey. I was like, you are literally Jim Carrey. <laughs> Three weeks in a row, they're like, I can't wait for the finger legs. I was like, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. So you got to think that the office producers and the head executives didn't have the faith in the show, and there is a dramatic dip in quality. And whether you agree with me or not, a lot of office fans out there will get to Steve Carell's departure, Mm. maybe the end of season seven with Search Committee. Mm. And then reset all over again. I think that you're thinking you can go season three to the finale without having to worry about a single thing. I think that you're thinking about it the wrong way. I think that the people that uh, wanted to be in the office, like the big, the um, big build people that they brought in to try to replace uh, Steve Carell. I think that you're thinking about it the wrong way. I think that they were all fans of the office and wanted to. No, that's that's not why. They legitimately brought in. Big All of those other people. I, you can you can Google it. Why did Will Ferrell show up on the show? Why did they bring James Spader in? Because the heads of NBC didn't have the faith in the ensemble, and they needed to have a big star to bill it. The biggest member of the Office cast was Ed Helms, who was doing the Hangover at the time. Yes, and that's why he became manager because of the Hangover. And then he goes off on an island, becomes a dick, comes back with cornrows. Uh, he's an island boy. Island boy. And you got to think. That was the worst impression I've ever heard in my life. His character just dips oh, off. Oh, I agree. They, just what they did like with Andy. the quality of the no, show. No. Season nine of no. The Office is the worst. Nelly, plop, what they do with Aaron and Andy. Give me a break. I think that you have some merit in saying that Andy's character got ruined. I also can agree that Jim's character took a dip. I will agree with that. But the core of the show and the overall comedy and what they were trying to do held strong. I think the drama was still there. I think the comedic moments were even better. No. I'm sorry. The Wrong. Dra- the drama of Wrong. Pam and comprehending Jim? if she's actually going to make it with Jim. I'm sorry. I felt that. It's so stupid with no. the camera guy. With Brian the camera guy? But it's not that Who they... the fuck is Brian the camera guy? You just said it three times. He's Brian the camera guy. Oh, my God. 
But no, I think that the drama was still there. I think that you have poor taste in television. I'm gonna you keep like Parks and Rec. You. Listen here, buddy. Your the office. Parks the and Rec. office starts off as this bland show. It's a documentary about an office, and Paper that's company. the point, right? Yes. Yes, yes, you agree. It's a show about a paper company. It's yes supposed or no. to be yes a show. Tr- no. Yes or no? It is a show mocking what it's like no. to be. Yes, yes. It is meant to be a satirical take on the drudgery of working in a bland office job. Right, yes. But the concept of The Office, it is, it is a documentary. Mockumentary. But you're, you're, yes, th- that is the genre. You Google the word mockumentary and mockumentary. I know it. Great mockumentary. job. Mockumentary. But the show is a documentary of an office at a paper supply company. Yes or no? Thank you for saying the premise of the show. Okay, yes. perfect. Parks and Rec is a documentary of Pawnee City Hall, and more specifically the Parks and Recreation Department. Agree or disagree? Agree. Okay. Where are you going with this? Parks and Rec maintains that throughout the entirety of the show. They explore Pawnee, they follow the characters, they build the town of Pawnee. Meanwhile, the office becomes this cartoonish, unrealistic space with Jim's pranks getting so out of hand. Why on earth would Dwight believe that Jim is Asian all of a sudden? Why are they going slacklining in the parking lot? Nah, dude. Why are they You're going the point. Why are they going to search for leads at the dump? You you the, are it becomes, it becomes so cartoonish and unbelievable for a documentary to be following from what happened in the first few seasons with the rich development of Jim and Pam's relationship in the office. But you just and went against your own sudden, points. You just went against your own points. How did I go? Because you said that in seasons three to seven, that was the high point. So you yeah. can't say that the pranks suck, but you also said it's the high point of the show. It gets more and more cartoony as the show goes. But you're also missing the point, the, the contrast between the two. The comedy for The Office comes from the fact that all of those people hate their jobs, and that's what makes it funny because that's right. relatable for the people. Right, of course. I did not feel related to any of the characters in Parks and Rec because they are complete caricatures. That's because you watched three seasons of the show and never watched the whole thing. I pushed to the fucking end no, you and didn't. I drudged Tell me how it. it ends. I did not fucking remember because it sucked. All I'm going to tell you is... I swear on your life that you watched all of Parks and Rec. I swear to God that I finished I swear the show. On your life. I swear to God. I swear on your life. I swear on my life that I, I finished your the show. Life. It was fucking terrible. All right, if he gets in a car accident on the way home, I'm definitely going to still release this episode. All... <laughs> No. Great. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you. Was that good for you? You like that joke? Parks and Rec's characters are the most car- like caricature people that you could have met. Uh, can I interrupt for a second? What are you reading off of your computer as you say the word caricature? Are you trying to pronounce caricature? My notes. I think I, I put characterizations of stereotypes and I turned that into caricatures. Oh, ah, okay. So. Got it. I was wondering why you kept looking at the word every time you said caricature. Okay, look. Nine concussions is not funny. Continue. Anyway. Oh! I- Go ahead. Oh, what? No, go ahead. We're talking about concussions, and you go, oh, are nope. you going to give me another I one? I thought of something. Go ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. I want you to finish your point. So I think that The Office thrives on the comedy of they hate their jobs, and they're just dealing with all the nonsense that ensues. Yes, the show gets more and more exaggerated, and it reflects in the 
ensemble cast reactions to the nonsense. Michael Scott making a scavenger hunt so they can get leads to be a better business just because he's being petty because the salesmen are doing well. That's where the comedy comes from because you see it on all of their rea- their faces. They look at the salesmen look at him and go, "Dude, we want to keep doing well at our jobs and you are hindering this process." So him and Dwight go on this fucking nonsense journey to go get the leads from the dumpster only to come back with a couch and the and the office workers hate it. And that's where the comedy comes from, okay? The people in Parks and Rec, the workers in Parks and Rec, it, the comedy's not there for me because they all thoroughly enjoy their jobs and right. they're good at the it. Com- Ron, Ron Swanson is great, okay? I will agree. He's my favorite character in that show. Thousands of memes have come from him. But there's not much other comedy besides that. I'm sorry. I watched the show and I was sitting there like thinking, huh, I'd rather watch The Office. It's how we feel about Nicktoons All-Stars in Smash. Basically, I look at it and I go, I'd rather play Smash. The, I'd rather watch The Office. The comedy of Parks and Rec is the same style of filming as The Office. Correct. That it's mockumentary, that it's cringe comedy. Don't the get office, me even started on cringe the comedy. Office, the Office wrote the book on cringe comedy. The, I was just about to say, The Office is more cringe comedy than Parks and Rec is. However, they are two separate shows in what they are. You have Leslie Nope. Who enjoys her job? Okay, the comedy isn't that Ron Swanson's subordinates hate their jobs because Leslie loves her job. The comedy is that you have all of these idiots who live in this town who are all people that you have come across in your life who are stupid. The guy who stands up in the town hall meeting and goes, "We should build a topless park, topless park." topless park and then the grandma stands up and she goes I won't sign the petition if this is a topless park and then he turns to her and goes I'm not signing the petition if she's going to the topless park and then he turns to her and he goes actually what's up I'm Harris (laughs) it's the comedy is the stupid people in the town it's the caricature it's characterization it's the caricature Ah. of the modern day people and how society is so hyper realistic in how people are so stupid and how people don't care about people and how you have someone like Paul Rudd who plays Bobby Newport who is a bumbling buffoon but can still find their way up holding a high public office. The that fact is that you have the to go comedy. outside of the core cast to get the comedy is where I have the problem name, with the okay. show. Name me every member of the Office main cast. Who do you consider the main cast? The main cast would be Michael Scott, Jim, Pam, Dwight. Uh, that would be Stanley, Angela, Creed. So Kevin. everybody in the bullpen. Everyone in the Office. You said name everyone that's a but main that's character. But that's what I'm saying. That right. So everyone that, in the Office. But here's where I'm going to go against the point you said earlier that they explore the town of Pawnee. Right. To me, they have to go outside of the setting of the show which is the no office the setting of the show is Pawnee Indiana the premise of the show the premise of the show is to explore is the to office it. does more with less that's why it's better but it doesn't, being able to sit there and tolerate but they're two pre- they're two different premises premises you have two different you have but to it, me doing more with less is better than trying to juggle the idiots of the town of Pawnee and the in uh, the non-funny cast that you have and trying to make it work. The Office, to me, was funny even if they stayed in the office the whole episode, which they did time and time again. It was still substantially better than Parks and Rec. The funniest episode to me of Parks and Rec 
and I know you know where I'm going with this. I have no idea where you're going with it. Is when the woman comes in. Oh, the tap water, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is the funniest moment to me in the show. Because, and guess what? It's, that's in the, that's in the office. That's inside of the office. You son of a bitch. You just said the humor for the office. But it for you. came from an outside character oh than the main cast. Oh my God, are you kidding me? So it's so unrealistic, too. Ron gets shot in the back of the fucking head in an episode and is fine. Michael Scott falls into a fucking pool of water and is drenched for the rest of the episode, but Ron makes a majestic recovery by next episode. There's no fucking continuity. Ron is missing hair from the back of his head for episodes after he gets shot in the head. He got shot in the back of the head, though. It grazed his head. The bullet didn't go through his cranium, DJ. It's a bullet in the back of the head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So so here's, here's an example if we're talking about guns. In the office, Andy Dwyer gets ruptured eardrum. Andy Dwyer. I mean, Andy Bernard gets a ruptured eardrum from Dwight shooting a gun next to his head. Yes. Right? Yes. The next episode he can sing. The next he can't episode find he can hear. after that. He okay. sucks after that. That's in the episode. What about the episode after? I bet you if you watch the episode after that episode, he's singing back to normal. Guaranteed. Regardless. You good over there? Yeah. Okay. I'm fine. I'm just great. Okay. Well, your show sucks. And your That's hair your looks argument. bad today. My hair looks great today. It does, actually. The cringe level... I got this new pomade that I've been using, and I've been really enjoying it. The guy it. that I went to to get my hair cut across from my apartment recommends pomade. Because my hair, my hair comes in very long. I put like a little like swish, and then I rub it powder in my, on my fingers. Is it a powder or is it a cream? It's like a cream. Gotcha. But it's thicker. They make dry pomades, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I do, um, I do a medium hold. Okay. No shine. Interesting. Because I'm, I'm gen, gen, genu, generally... Genuinely I'm, or no, generally? I'm generally okay. pretty oily. I have a very oily demeanor, as you can see. Um, so I, I go with very oily DeSisto. So I go with. Stop saying your last name on my the podcast. My last name is DeSisto. Follow me at whatever the fuck you feel like. I don't care. Come find me. <sighs> Let's talk about Parks and Rec. Cringe comedy. Cringe comedy. The Office is a hundred percent better. At I have a comedy. list. Yeah, you can na- list it, but I agree with you. Next okay. point. The cr- th- That's all I need. They the 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 comedy level of The Office isn't even touched upon or it even come close in Parks and Rec. I'm sorry. It's night and day to me. Every episode of The Office has some level of cringe or bland comedy but it's just funny. It's always funny. There were many times in Parks and Rec where I just found myself just sitting there on my phone because I was like, alright, nothing's happening. But you're also addicted to your cell phone so that's not a real Some people say that. Other people say that I just have ADHD and I like constant sources of entertainment which I didn't get from Parks and Rec. <sighs> I'm sorry. Top three most cringeworthy moments on The Office. Yeah, of course you're gonna name you're gonna name every episode dinner party Scott's Todd. That's, that's one and two. Yeah, of course it Number is. Number three for me though, when Toby, Pam's leg. Yeah, of that, course. Oh. But we could talk about top ten lists all the live long day, DJ. We're not talking about top ten comedy moments from The Office. Okay, we're talking about which show is okay. more entertaining. They, you, you tried to make they tried to take the idea of a Michael Scott and a Leslie Nope. Right? No. They're, they're, blah, blah, no. Blah, blah, blah. They are essentially they are the main characters of the shows. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. But okay. they're not the same character. They're not the same character. They tried to use two different styles of comedy, and they just didn't work for one. Michael Scott loves his job and is terrible at it. That's why it's funny. Leslie Nope is great at her job, and she and loves, loves it, her job and it's so not fucking good. It's funny because she loves this stupid job so much that no one appreciates her. And that's, but that's where what they the do with Michael Scott is. too, because he loves his job and is bad but at it. But he's not good at it. 
But he still is he still manages to make things work. He still gets a lot done. The golden ticket idea did a great thing for the um for the office. Then you find out that David uh Wallowitz, right? David Wallowitz. David Wallowitz doesn't appreciate him to the point where he's what like, "What are you saying?" Where he won't. No. What is his name? David. David Wallowitz. It's not Wallowitz, right? Say it slower. Wallowitz. David Wallace. Wallace. Oh my God! I was thinking, why did I get? Never mind. <laughs> David Wallace. <laughs> I there don't was. Know where I am. There were David Wallace. so many extra syllables, but, yes. but you talk so quickly that I couldn't tell if you... I was fucking up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, David Wall- Michael has shown that he loves his job, and David Wallace knows how much Michael loves his job. <laughs> However, you get to the scene in New York where Michael... When um, Idris Elba comes into the show, mm-hmm. and Michael's like, look, he's coming in, he's ruining everything, and David Wallace takes it as, all right, you can have your birthday party. And Michael's like, I'm not appreciated at all. And then you feel the emotion for him. You feel that he is someone that's been with the company for 15 years. And the most they'll say, yeah, you could have your party. Okay. Not that they don't understand that he's upset about this guy ruining everything. This guy is coming in and changing all the policies that he has put in place to make his office workers a success. They get overtime. They get all these other things. And then it's just thrown in Michael's face like, yeah, you could have your party. So Leslie Nope runs for city council. Yes. She spends all of season four I believe it's season four, running for city council. She beats Bobby Newport. She beats Paul Rudd. The great Paul Rudd. Paul, love Paul Rudd. You look like Some him. have told me that I resemble a store brand Paul Rudd. Store, uh, Paul Rudd recently won uh, Sexiest Man of the Year. Right. And that also means that money wins um, store brand Sexiest Man of the Year. That's so right. So congratulations on your award. Thank I you. I got you something today. Thank you so much. Put that away. What is that? I don't know. But it was on your it's, floor, and I want to give it to it's you. It's got hair on it. It's probably your hair. We're in my uh, we're in my father's basement right now recording this as Danny and I are transitioning into a house that we bought. Congratulations, condo again, that we way. bought. So we'll we'll have a nicer setup once we you know move. Do we get a couch? We will have a couch. Yeah. Or or we can sit on the floor like crisscross applesauce style if you want. Um, um no. it's it's gonna be cool. I, I prefer the couch for my lower back. Okay. Anyway, what was I even talking about? Leslie, he doesn't care I'm enough about his hair. He doesn't care enough about no, his points. No, no, no. Leslie Nope runs for city council and she wins and she gets what she wants. She's city councilwoman for a few months, however many episodes it ends up becoming, and then people recall her and they take it away from her. And you feel that you feel that emotion in her because she had what she wanted and then she gets it taken away. And then Jen Barkley comes in and tells her, don't be the, oh, what does she say? She says, don't be the girl who, who played Jen Barkley, by the way. Who's um, uh, uh, Agatha Harkness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 She comes in and she says, don't be the girl who graduates and hangs out in the parking lot. Be the girl who graduates and comes back and sleeps with her high school teacher. You know what I mean? Like you, you. What a line. You be the person who betters themselves and moves forward. And don't even get me started on what Leslie Nope represents for today's youth and how influential the character of Leslie Nope is for young children who look at a woman who's able to go far and become a congresswoman. Agreed. You know what Agreed. I mean? And but you also get the same thing with Michael. What is Michael Scott a role model for? You get the same Fucking thing with Michael. You get, the, you get the same thing with Michael Scott. His pursuit is trying to be happy and enjoy his life. And he gets Holly, and then she's taken away from him. And then he gets to reconfront her, and he basically bears his soul in the best don't way possible. Don't even get me started on Holly. The, How do you not like Holly? No, I like Holly, but I don't like the way that they handled Michael's departure. Which is the problem with that 
for me because you have people who watch up till Michael leaves, you, you get sad, you start over at season three with Gay Witch Hunt, and their cycle repeats itself. It's for what a lot of people do. I can't speak for you, can't speak for me, but a majority of the general audience watch those four or five seasons and then repeat it all over again. Okay? I will let you continue. Okay. So you have Holly who comes in and they instantly click with the Yoda thing. Yes. Right? And then it ends up coming full circle when he proposes and proposes like he's speaking like Yoda. I get the whole thing. Full circle of life. Whatever. Right? But you have Holly come in and then she's removed and they break up. And then Michael goes on this soul searching thing where he dates Pam's mom and all this different stuff. Right? That caught me off. Right. Right. But then all of a sudden, Joe Bennett brings Holly back. Oh my God! She's in. Is she engaged? Is she not engaged? Is she gonna get engaged? She didn't get engaged. Michael can make his move. We have five episodes of them. Will they? Won't they? They get together and then he leaves. Why even take her away? The show would have been so much better if Holly just stayed around from season five when she showed up, and they just stayed together. And why? Why would Michael Scott not invite the cast and the camera crew to his wedding? Completely forgot that that was a thing. Agreed. Would he not? Michael Scott loved the camera. Yeah. And why would the camera crew not follow the characters? Because he, as a character, officially has moved past that. No, he he has He, as a character, has finally gotten what he wants. He has a family. He has a job. He has a wife at that point. He has a wife, but he's happy. He's finally able to be the most genuine version of himself outside of the office. Now, the question I have for you is, does Leslie Nope get her job back? Or... A better job. Yeah, she ends up being a member of Congress. So then what is the difference between Michael and Holly's redemption? They get what they want, taken away, and then they get some a better version of it. Michael gets Holly, thinks it's going to be a girlfriend. She gets um, head of Parks and Rec, whatever the job title was, I don't remember. Deputy director. Thank you. Then she becomes then a they city both councilwoman. Get, then they both get taken away from them, and we have to watch them go through their journey again to find... A better version of that down the line. Okay. She gets congresswoman. Michael gets a family, a new life. So gets, wh- what is your argument? That Michael Michael's the, the office better. did it better? Yes. That's your argument? Yes. Why? It's more emotional. Why? It's more emotional because for the first few seasons of The Office, from even from season one all the way up until he meets Holly, he's struggling to find someone to be with. That's a core part yeah, of Michael's alone. He's yeah. alone. He puts himself through de- dating Jan, which... God, I don't know how he did that. That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Then he, we get to see date Michael when he goes and dates uh, the woman that's got the wife, uh, the husband. Mm-hmm. And then you know Holly comes around, and it's like, oh, he clicks with her, and then he loses her. It's the same thing that happens with Leslie Nope, but it's just done on a grander scale, probably because the Office ran longer as well. The Office had a longer series. Yeah, but it's not it's not quantity over quality. Parks and Rec is more consistent. For the larger audience of the Office fans, your argument earlier was quantity over quality because uh, Parks and Rec uses the town as a whole and the citizens. Meanwhile, for me, the Office uses quality with a very closed area. Bullshit! They go to Florida at one point, but it's only ever really Andy's in that on a one boat in the middle of the ocean at one. But point. that doesn't happen He's until later. For that doesn't Got happen until later. The entire but it's still up, a part of it, DJ. But, the enti- but from season one until seven, it's just the office. No, yes, it's not. It's a majority is the entire office. Parks and Rec in episode two is going out and about and having right. to reach they go to the pit. To, get, to get more comedy. 
It's it's not to get more comedy. It's because that's what the comedy is. Nope. You there's they nope. get they get to a point of the office where they Wrong. have to go to Florida for what a whole almost half of a season, and then they go back to Florida again, and then they go to Pennsylvania to break up with Andy's girlfriend because Andy's with Aaron, and then they end up at like the what is it? Uh, Dunder Mifflin does uh, Washington or whatever it is with the pink hats or whatever. They go to uh, Bernard's Pies tires fixed also. They go all over the place in the office. Tires fixed also. I miss that. He's on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Yes, but for a majority of the show, they relied on just what was going on in the office itself. Your argument is ridiculous. Your argument is is so ridiculous. They did so much less. But your argument is you're comparing two different things. That's what we're doing on the show, Justin. (laughs) <laughs> Would the comparison be better for you if we did Parks and Rec versus Arrested Development? Because Arrested Development also explores the town of wherever that show takes place. I don't know what you want, but Parks and Rec's humor is it's about the town of Pawnee, Indiana. Yeah, but their humor and sucks. Your argument is giving me a stress headache because it just... I need more ginger ale. Go ahead. Go for it. That's f- perfectly fine. Go ahead. We get a lot of character development in the office as well. We don't really get a lot of change from the people in Parks and Rec. We get what? to s- We get to see Stanley cheat on his wife. Andy goes through anger management. Angela is a crazy cat lady who learns to be better than that. Everyone in the office goes through some crazy arc. You're just defining what a character is in a television show. Any TV show you watch, a character goes some But the characters sort, go through a crazy... Through some sort but of the characters go through high moments and low moments throughout the entire You're show. You're talking about any character on any show not in parks and rec history. they don't what do you mean? not in parks and rec they don't what please explain you want me to talk to you about anything any give character? me a ca- give me a character who goes through a great arc and perkins sucks they had to steal someone from the office to put her in their show they stole her they literally had do to bring they her put from- a, do you think they put a bag over her head they in the middle of the take, night they literally had to take karen and put her in the in uh parks and rec because she is a funny member member of the office and parks and rec sucks your argument Continue. is just anger. Okay, please tell me why Ann Perkins has a good arc. Ann Perkins begins the show in a toxic relationship with Andy, who is a low-life, lazy son of a bitch. We, Get can't, that on a shirt, we, by we the way. can't drink ginger ale when we record because I just have... You want to drink a beer next time? This will get a lot more hostile? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll bring my, my gallon next time. She's dating Andy Dwyer who is a low-life scumbag, who was only supposed to be on the show for one season, and that's it. But people loved Chris Pratt so much that they had to redeem his character. I did not actually know that. So she leaves... Well, she tells Andy to leave, and she removes herself from that situation. Yes. From there, Anne dates Chris, and she becomes Chris. She exercises, she eats multivitamins, and she talks like him, Rob Lowe's character, Chris. Okay. You don't even know the characters. I don't care about the characters. Oh, my. I think it's a terrible show. And then they break up. Yes. And then she dates a cowboy, and she becomes a cowboy. She dates somebody else, and she absorbs... She dates Tom Haberford, and she becomes... She has credit card debt, because Tom's in credit card debt. Credit card debt. She becomes whoever she dates... She's a leech. ...at the time. No, she just doesn't have two legs to stand on because she was in... She doesn't have a personality. No. Fair. What you're telling me is that she... I'm not done talking without you interrupting me. She... Was in an abusive relationship or a manipulative relationship. So she seeks approval in future relationships because of the relationship she was in. Okay? Follow the string that I'm leaning in front of your face. I'm not I'm done. Good Shut so up. far. I'm good so far. I just don't then, see where you're going with this. Then there is a good chunk of the show where Chris wants to date Anne. 
but Anne decides that she's dating herself and she is not going to be with anybody else until she goes on soul searching and she figures out what she wants, who she is, and what she's about. So much so that they go to a restaurant in one episode and Anne orders two meals. She orders a plate of chicken and then she orders a plate of like scallops and mushrooms and this weird food. And Ron goes, why did you order that? And she goes, well, I'm dating myself. So I'm ordering something that myself would like and then something that myself wouldn't like so I can figure out what I like and what I don't like. Don't talk. Is that supposed to be funny or is that supposed to be like it's supposed to be, emotional? It's supposed to be a moment for Anne's character. And she goes on to learn about herself, what she likes, her humor, who she is as a person. She doesn't. She quits being a nurse. She works at Pawnee Town Hall because she realizes that being a nurse isn't good for her mental health. So by the end of the show, her and Chris are able to get together after Anne realizes that what's missing from her life is that she wants to be a mother. She wants to have a child. So she looks for a surrogate. And then Chris Traeger comes back into her life. And now that Anne is able to know who she is as a person, she's able to be in a healthy relationship, being herself without becoming Chris Traeger. How does Pam not do that in two seasons or less? What? How does Pam not do that much better when she goes from Roy to Jim? What's much better? Her emotional arc. She was in a Pam was in a very abusive relationship with Roy that she Correct. didn't even realize, and she goes on a similar journey in less time with more emotional. Weight. Why is it about time with you? To me, that's something that they because could you have, have a short attention span, probably. But it's something that they could have probably. That was a low ball. That was a low <laughs> jab, by the way. Uh, that was. Some, You're gonna tell me that I'm wrong, bro. <laughs> Anne Perkins' character arc. They could have. They, they they didn't have. Let's this. hear some suggestions. I'm sorry. They name they, name two suggestions. I think they could have taken out the extra boyfriends and having her, you know, be a cowboy or going to credit card, all that stuff. I feel like they could have handled that and then made her develop more besides just her personal journey. She could have also been a better per like made amends with Andy. She could have made been a better. They did. All right, but I think that Pam does that in a much better way on the office. They tried to do Pam Aunt Karen Karen. I'm thinking about her in the office. Uh, Ann Perkins and Pam to me are more or less the same character. One's just done substantially better. Because Wrong. Pa- how? Wrong. How? Wrong. How? You tell me. Pam starts. No, talk abu- to me about Karen. Karen? You yeah. mean Karen Filippelli? I mean, <laughs> I mean Ann Perkins. Ann Perkins starts in a bad relationship. So does Pam. Okay. They end the bad relationship. It comes back to bite one of them, Pam, because Roy finds out that she kissed Jim, and now Roy is still in her life. Real quick, do you know offhand what ages like the people like started like just no no like like character wise like no. how old they were? okay no. continue. So you have so what I was saying is that Pam is not a bad person because she doesn't know what she wants. Pam is a bad person because she leads Jim on for two seasons. She's in she's she is leading Jim on by flirting with him. And then when people notice that they're flirting, she gets all mad at Jim. Mm. Like when she when he lifts her up yep. and her stomach comes out and then she gets all flustered because people saw it, right? Yeah. They kissed at Chili's, whatever. They kissed at the Shout f- out to Chili's they, for Drew. They kissed at the front desk. No one knows what that means. They kissed they, don't need to. they kissed at the front desk in the uh, because casino episode. They were drunk or whatever. Fine. Whatever. And then Pam gets mad at Jim because Jim leaves because Jim is heartbroken. She didn't get mad at him. She missed him. Right. She did not get mad at him. She realized in that moment that, wow, Roy sucks. 
I've been in a bad relationship with Roy, a man who and, left her at a hockey game. And let me and let me just preface that I completely sympathize with Pam's situation and being in a very very manipulative relationship. Agreed. And very one that was very manipulative, one that was very it wasn't physically violent, but it no. was it was verbally but it scarred violent. The person, it, it scarred it, them as a character and as a person. And being in a right? relationship yeah. like that is extremely difficult to get out of Agreed. because you feel trapped. Yes. And with Roy manipulating her so much, like saying let's say let's set a date for the wedding and Pam gets all excited and then nothing changes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's very manipulative and I sympathize for Pam in that regard. But I think Pam could have handled her relationship with Jim differently. And that's my argument. Also, Rashida Jones character, better in Parks and Rec than the office. I'm not a big Karen. Karen Filippelli, please leave me a message. Abondanza. Not a, I'm not a fan of Karen Filippelli. I think I see why Jim's a dick to Karen. I see why you don't like Karen in the office. I think that she was written that way as she was trying to mirror the things that Jim liked about Pam, and she was basically written as a bad character because that's what her character. She was trying to compete with in a relationship. She was a placeholder. She she was just there to serve serve a purpose, right? Yes, of course. But, yes, but they wrote her that way. So yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know. Um, I, I I don't like her. In, I don't like her. I like her in uh, the office more than Parks and Rec. I think that I had an established like um I don't know if rapport is the right way to say it, but with that actor in the show in the office, mm-hmm. I thought she was substantially better. And I think that um Parks and Rec kept her going, but she didn't really. I don't know. I don't know. The show, the, the show, ha- the Parks and Rec had a great cast. I will say this: the the cast, phenomenal. But I just feel like they didn't get to play to their strengths. I don't know. It just never wowed me the right way. Andy, Chris Pratt, highlight of that show. Yeah, he was so good that they decided Ra- to bring him back, even though he wasn't supposed Ron to. Ron Swanson, fucking amazing. Leslie Nope, uh, what the hell's her real name though? Um, the actress. I don't know. Oh, I gotta look it up. You're gonna Google Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, thank you. Amy Poehler will always find a way to my funny bone. She's hilarious. Don't don't, don't say things like that. But I don't think they were used right in that show. Do you have all your points crossed off here? Wanna... I'm good. Let's see what the people think. And just... I already know what the people are gonna say. The, the office... And that brings DJ to. We don't even relax. Two and O. Oh. Relax. Back to back episodes. We don't even know that. Staying strong. We don't even know that. Uh, I think we. All we know. don't even know I that think yet. We all know. Um. Listen, before we look at the the results here, all I'm going to say, are you typing that you won? I'm typing recorded. The we recorded the episode. The office is so much bigger than Parks and Rec right now, and I am totally totally understanding of that. I understand the office is a much bigger show. I understand that it has more fans. But I think that in terms of overall quality, you get a better Parks and Rec episode on average than an office episode when you factor in the first two seasons being bad. In the last two seasons being bad. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. You ready? I mean, I can... Are you going to rebut? I'm not going to rebut. I can see the case. I could... The only question I'm going to ask you is this. What is the hierarchy? Um, Where does Arrested Development mix into these three? Um... I'd say that I really like Arrested Development. You know, I I'd up s- to the third season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About. You know, I'm not even going to talk about the Netflix stuff. I I probably say that like, uh, it's my third. Mm. I like The Office more than Arrested Development, of course. Yeah. Um, but Parks and Rec's my favorite. And, oh. Um, you know, that's fair. All right. All right. What is the official verdict? Holy shit! Thank okay, you. you want the percentage or the amount of voters? Just go percentage. Yeah. So The Office won seventy-seven to twenty-three <laughs> percent. <laughs> Uh, we had 88 votes for The Office and 26 votes for Parks and Rec. 
Uh, shout out to the 26 people who voted for, uh, for Parks and Rec. I appreciate your commitment. It's a very niche fan group. Um, I, I don't know if you guys are just sucking up to me because a lot of people know that I like Parks and Rec more. Uh, but I, I appreciate it. Oh, it just it just went to seventy eight twenty two. You're you're up by an extra point. In the, Thank you very in the much. That seconds. extra person, whoever just voted at this late of an hour. Oh my god! Look, well, I knew that I was I, uh, the the episode prior to this one. I I thought that it would be a pretty yeah. close one. Yeah, and it was yeah. fifty four to forty six. Was it that was end game? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. W- that was pretty good. Very I'd close. say you know it, it could have gone either way. This actually was shocking to me that it was that big of a difference. Honestly, no, no, I knew I was losing this episode. Really? I a hundred because I think that there's a lot of people new. out there w- like you that do like it, and I'm not right, gonna say that I don't like it. It's just not so, as good. So here's the problem. Yeah. If you're a fan of Parks and Rec, you like The Office. Ah. If you're a fan of The Office, you don't necessarily like Parks and Rec. It's the Archer Bob's Burgers syndrome. Yeah, I'd say so. Like, I, don't, I don't like Archer, but I like Bob's Burgers. Is I that what you're talking did, about? I think you did like Archer. I don't watch it anymore. I used to like it, but, but I like, yeah, yeah, like like yeah. for me, I've always watched Archer, and then I tried to watch Bob's Burgers, and I'm like, that's just Archer as a bowling pin making burgers. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I get that. I get that. Um, so, I think that's what happened because Cat got me into The Office. Back when we started dating, she was like, "You got to watch this. It's my family's favorite show." And right. I just full sent it in college. It was always on in my apartment. Right, room. right, and that's that's the thing. And then the, you the told office... me to watch Parks and Rec, and I was like, "All right, I'll give it a try." And it just it's not wasn't everybody's the office cup of for me. Tea, that's right. the thing. It wasn't when, the office. When you're presented between A and B, yeah, people are going to go for the office before they go to Parks and Rec. I'd be interested in seeing Parks and Rec against a, a similar type of show Arrested Development or even another comedy like Friends or something Brooklyn Nine-Nine Brooklyn Nine-Nine you know I'd be interested to see how it goes up against another one so maybe in the future I can defend Parks and Rec against something else maybe because because The Office is such a giant I don't know that it anything is. can really it take is. it down you know it's like it's like basically saying Harry Potter versus Hunger Games like it's they're both good that means nothing to me but I'm glad that you put that you said that but to me like to me it's <laughs> one's a giant that's been killing it since day one regardless of the last couple movies you're talking Harry, about the Hunger Games right Harry Potter <laughs> But it's the same thing. It's Harry Potter versus yeah, Hunger no, Games. I, I understand right? what you're saying. So, yeah. all right. So, you're two for two. Yo, all right, there what we up? Go. Uh, if you have any ideas for a future episode, if you have anything you want us to talk about, whether it's just an individual topic or if you have a, a pairing in mind. Or you want to just tell me I'm wrong. Right. We love that. You can email us at clashcornerpod at gmail.com. Or, and where can you find us on social media? Where, you where can, can you find, find us, us? On, at, on Instagram at Clash Corner Pod, Twitter, Clash Corner Pod, TikTok, Clash Corner Pod. We got that IP locked. We have an Alta Vista, too. You know what Alta Vista is? I don't, uh, is that the same thing as a Sony Ericsson? What? I don't know what an Alta Vista is. Yeah, you'd have to watch Parks and Rec to get that reference, my friend. Thank well, you all for listening and for hearing me get my uh, my second loss in a row here. That's two for DJ. What up, baby? We are releasing new episodes every week. We will be posting which episodes on our Instagram and Twitter and all of our social media. So make sure you follow us for the latest details on all of our future episodes. Thank you all for listening. We will see you in the next episode, which is Avatar the, La- yep, Avatar the Last Oof. Airbender. Zuko versus Katara. It's going to be a good one.